0: Friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted at Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all are having an absolutely blessed, fantastic day. I hope you guys had an awesome Memorial Day weekend. Got to spend time with your family and remember what that day was all about, remembering those who never made it out of uniform and died protecting this country. And uh, hope you guys had a good time. We took off yesterday and had a uh, good time with family and relaxed and chilled out and just uh, still got orders out, though, still came in the office first thing in the morning, just to let you guys know that, and got everything in the post office before they closed after a couple hours. So your packages are in route. We did not leave you guys hanging on that. So we got everything out, and we will continue to keep everything out on a day-to-day basis, pretty much same day you order, we get it out, and we appreciate your support. And that's why we do the best we can to take care of our health masters, listeners, and customers, At any time we can. And also, too, be sure to check out the DHL Express International. If you guys are our international listeners and customers, we're still getting unbelievably good rates with extremely good service time on that within a couple days, pretty much anywhere in the world. So be sure to take advantage of that and sending it to a regular uh, physical address to get the best service out of it. And also, too, if you need anything, be sure to check out the website at healthmasters.com, the product of the week. The zinc glycinate, incredibly effective formula. It helps out with the immune system. Great for reproductive health and also antioxidant activity. On sale for one more day as product of the week. This will be changed tomorrow, whatever you guys vote for. And uh, so, yeah, vote for what you want to see when tomorrow's product of the week. And be sure to check out the website if you need anything else or call us at healthmasters.com. And I saw something that was uh, very interesting over the weekend with insurance companies. I've had multiple people talk to me including myself personally that has had insurance rate heights on vehicles and uh housing homeowners insurance is going up across the board all across the country with every single agency that's going on right now we've seen that a lot of it had to happen down here in florida with the fort myers hurricane last year and the massive payouts that some of the florida insurance companies got hit with but something else is going a little bit stranger now out in california State Farm now has stated they will not accept any new applications for businesses, personal lines of property, homeowners, or casualty insurance in California. The change went into effect immediately on Saturday with the company citing rapid-growing catastrophe exposure as the key reason. Now, now I know they've said they've had a lot of issues with wildfires out there and a few other things, but I've always said before, out in California – That state is, I mean, there's a lot of strange stuff that happens out there. I'm not going to speak anything weird or strange about it, but there's a lot of strange stuff that happens out there. And I've told you guys repeatedly, you know, God will not be mocked. And a lot of the stuff that they're promoting out there and they're continually pushing out there seems pretty odd that all of a sudden State Farm is saying, we're basically pulling out completely out of California now uh, because of rapidly growing catastrophe, exposure, Don't know if they know something we don't know or they're looking at some algorithms, don't know. Just some be aware of and if you are in California state with the fault line and everything else that occurs out there with the earthquakes, just something to be aware of, nothing to be fearful of, but to obviously be alert and also be educated on certain topics that's going on out there also too, as I told you guys for the last couple of weeks and we Dad and I mentioned this how this has happened year after year after year after year, they have now allegedly in the uh, Congress along with the bumbling buffoon Biden, but obviously he had nothing to do with any of this, they have now said they have gotten ready to pass a new deficit reduction bill and a new spending bill and everything's going to be okay because it's the largest deficit reduction bill in american history they're cutting more than 2.12 trillion dollars in spending and this is so great we're doing all these good things now because we don't know how to manage our finances and we're gonna we're gonna do great now well the problem is it's not at anything as they ever tell us it is and this is simply the talking points that they've said now they've reached a consensus to reach a spending bill to came out and blatantly said that the massive amount of spending and what they're cutting is completely inadequate. He went on to say, prior to this deal, our country was careening towards bankruptcy, and after this deal, our country is still careening massively towards bankruptcy. And to say you can do $4 trillion of increase in the next year and a half, by the way, that's what they actually did. They increased the debt limit, $4 trillion for the next year and a half. And uh, But yeah, we're cutting spending down, but we're increasing at $4 trillion. He said that's a massive amount of spending. I think we've gotten ourselves on a trajectory here really since March 2020 with the COVID spending. It's a total reset of the budget, and they're sticking with it. And it's going to be totally inadequate, and it's simply just going to kick the can down the road because the spending knows no limits with the federal government. And I have said this before, when you start having individuals in Congress that pretty much aren't held to any level of accountability, and they've pretty much found now that the United States and the Social Security Fund, they're just slush funds. I mean, and we now know, as we've talked to numerous individuals that have been in the military-industrial complex and also some that have retired and have been contractors, that an enormous portion of the money in the United States goes to black ops. That's why so much stuff is classified. They say, oh, it's national security. That's literally the statement they use for it everything they don't want to tell you about it's national security it's national security oh we can't tell you where this trillion dollars is going it's national security we don't know where this five trillion dollars went with the pentagon uh because it's national security we don't know where this other hundred billion dollars went because well it's national security well it's funny while this was going on i told you guys this is the irony about this while this entire theater show was going on about the debt spending and the debt ceiling we still continue to find in the pentagon some way to keep throwing money Towards uh, towards Ukraine, suddenly they're talking about cutting spending on Social Security checks. People aren't going to get Social Security checks, but hey, we, uh, we just found another $3 billion for Ukraine because you know it's science. And what's interesting about this is now the reports have now been coming out that the Ministry of Defense and the Res- Russian Federation are now saying that one of the biolabs in Ukraine has been working on an avian flu pathogen. Now it's interesting about this, and you can take this for what it's worth from Russia. But it's funny because last year, you remember when everything started with Ukraine, there was massive reports, including from the U.S. Embassy, that there were 25 U.S. funded bio labs in Ukraine. Right? We heard about it. Tulsi Gabbard talked about it. Victoria Newland admitted in testimony before the U.S. Senate Committee that there were biological research labs in Ukraine. And then suddenly, less than 24 hours later, you remember right when all this theater was going on in February of 2022, the press secretary, Jen Pulaski, came out and said it was fake news. There was no bioweapon labs. There's no biolabs at all in Ukraine. Nothing to see there. The fake news media complex then attacked anyone who even mentioned the term biolab Ukraine. Mitt Romney lashed out at Tulsi Gabbard, saying that Tulsi Gabbard is. Parroting false russian propaganda her treasonous lies may well cost lives well then it was funny ironically in june of 2022 we reported on this the pentagon admitted in a public statement that i printed off and i will post on the website we posted it last year you can look at it again that there were 46 u.s funded bio labs in ukraine that they were allegedly winding down over the last 20 years and the immediate release report was titled Fact sheet on WMD threat reduction efforts with Ukraine, Russia, and other former Soviet Union countries. And this is from the Department of Defense for immediate release. And it talked about how, following the collapse of the Soviet Union, the United States, along with allies, led cooperative efforts to reduce legacy threats from biological weapons left in Soviet Union successor states. Now, what's funny about this, when you start digging into it, it has all this just word salad and propaganda talking about how. They're doing everything they can to conduct peaceful biological research projects for public health purposes and restructuring uh, labs to make sure they're for public health services. They use the term repeatedly, peaceful biological research projects and peaceful labs, which is funny. They keep using the term peaceful to almost try to push the lie harder to try to reiterate, hey, we're, we're, this is peaceful, guys. It's science you know it's mostly peaceful protest it's mostly peaceful bioweapon labs so, you know just, it is what it is and it goes on to say here later on in this today the collaborations in ukraine remain peaceful efforts to improve disease surveillance and chemical safety and security ukraine has become a leader in transparency <coughs> okay, in promoting global health security norms for example in december 2021 Ukraine completed a voluntary external who led evaluation and capacity to prevent, detect, rapidly respond to public health emergencies. It goes on to finish this. The United States has also worked and collaborated to improve Ukraine's biological, biological safety, security and disease surveillance for both human and animal health, providing support to 46 Ukrainian laboratories and health facilities over the last decade. This work often conducted in partnership with outside organizations such as the WHO and the World Organization for Animal Health has resulted in safer, more effective disease surveillance and detection. And it just goes on with more propaganda here. Well, here's what was just released by Russian officials on Friday. The Ministry of Defense and the Russian Federation continues to analyze the military and biological activities of the U.S., in Ukraine and elsewhere in the world. They noted earlier that during the special military operation, document evidence was obtained and confirmed that employees of the Biosphere Reserve in Ascania were studying the migration routes of migratory birds and selecting and transferring biological material abroad. The task force of The Russian Ministry of Defense confirmed the collection and certification of avian influenza virus strains with high potential for epidemic spread and ability to cross species barrier, particularly the H5NH strain, whose lethality in human transmission can reach 40%, despite efforts by the reserve staffs to destroy the biomaterials by cutting off the power to the refrigeration units and destroying... The cryosphere with liquid nitrogen, specialists from the 48th Central Research Institute of Russia Ministry of Defense found traces of genetic material of highly pathogenic avian influenza, Newcastle disease virus, and Avulo viruses, even in samples that had undergone decomposition. Now, again, you take that with what you want. The fact that we know we have spent massively well over $100 billion in Ukraine, and Ukraine is even admitted, and mainstream media has admitted. They can only account for thirty percent of the military equipment that we're giving them. We give them a thousand surfaced air missiles. They can account for three hundred. We give them a thousand you know basically patriot missile platforms. They can account for three hundred. We give them a million rounds of ammunition. They can account for three hundred thousand rounds so clearly there's a disconnect between any type of auditing and any type of oversight that's going on in Ukraine. So when you hear stuff like this, it makes you kind of wonder. Am I saying that something's going to happen over there? I don't know. But we do know for a fact from the research that we have found and people we have talked to behind the scenes, there is no doubt about it. These were not peaceful labs and public health labs they were working on. These were bioweapon labs that were operating in Ukraine. Are they still operating there? I don't know. Russia says they are. They're confirming what they just found, this avian bird flu, essentially, that they're weaponizing over there. Is that what's going on? You be the judge on that. I'm just bringing you the situation and the information that I'm finding, finding. You make your own decision on this because clearly something is very strange has been going on over there for an entire year with the lack of any type of independent journalism at all for us to actually see and get clarification of what's happening, including where our money is going, where our weapons are going, where our equipment's going, and essentially blind propaganda saying you have to support Anything and everything that we do to send stuff over there from Congress without questioning anything, you got to remember, guys, we're paying for everything over there. You, me, dad, all of our listeners, all this money that they continue to steal out of our checks every single month, all this money that goes into Social Security and Medicaid that they use as a slush fund that, by the way, is in debt. It's insolvent they wash the money it doesn't go there and go back to you they burn the money essentially and send it wherever they want we're paying for all this over there so it's kind of like when they say it's national security well it's you know it's national security to know where my cash is going and what I'm supporting and i really hope that we get some individuals in congress that can actually stand up to this and t- question especially what's going into this debt ceiling bill another hundred something page spending bill i guess this is what they're saying now depending on what they're going what they're spending it on what they're cutting who not knows it's going to be one of those well we've got to pass it before we can find out what's in it i guess that's remember that's what the motto they said before (laughs) so we'll figure this out and we'll continue to bring you what we're finding and continue to bring you the truth so you can make your own decision on what's happening
1: what do you think Deb? Uh, honestly, also, this whole thing with Zelensky is just an absolute disaster. I mean, the guy, when when you got a world leader that's bouncing around in high heels and leather tights, and now there's another photo of him just surfaced with him at a big gay parade, him wearing a little, you know, little bikini kind of thing, holding on to another guy. I mean, this is just unreal. This guy's actually, quote unquote, put in a position of power with the Ukrainian president. And, and the thing about it is, is that, you know, you're right. It's our checks. It's our paychecks. It's the money that we pay the taxes to the IRS, to this Puerto Rico-based company that end up going and supporting this stuff. But it's even worse than that because they're just borrowing the money to send to Ukraine. It, this is this deficit spending with these with the tens of trillions, it's actually hundreds of trillions, quadrillions of trillions of dollars in U.S. currency and debt, the United States is insolvent, period. And so trying to, you know, just... Continue to, this farce that they do as far as the petrodollar to basically continue to print currency to send it to these other countries. Like you said, over 100 billion to the Ukraine now. That's just that's what we know about. We don't know what they did as far as black ops. We have no idea what they did as far as behind closed doors, in which they won't even expose. this basically part of the quote-unquote you know national security. It could have been another trillion dollars to Ukraine. You don't know. We don't know. All, all we know is we're basically decimating our armament system as this you know and our you know, our supply of armaments as we basically send all this money overseas again. And it makes no sense to me at all. But, again, this whole war doesn't make any sense to me. Like you said, where's the independent journalism? Where are the people out there that are basically talking about this stuff as far as, you know, hey, this is what they're doing. This is how they're acting. This is how they're behaving. I mean, where is this? I mean, where in the world has has any of this gone? And we kind of sit back and we just kind of shake our head and go, well, this is kind of crazy, but it really isn't crazy, I guess. It's kind of like the way things are now. You, You know, like, you know, years ago, you know, when Donald Trump, you know, and Brad sent me this this morning. I really appreciate when you guys send me stuff like this. Brad sent me an article about Donald Trump. And how he's going to hire all these top people, you know, in his cabinet on uh, positions of authority and, and advisory committee, you know, on who's going to help him run the White House. This back in 2016. me give you some of the people he picked. He enlisted a top number of business leaders for an advisory committee to help bring back jobs and make America great again. So here we go. The group was called the President of Strategic and Policy Forum. It's founded by Blackstone co-founder Steve Schwartzman. It includes the CEOs of well-known companies, General Motors, G- J.J.P. Morgan Chase, Jamie Dimon, Walmart. BlackRock CEO Larry Fink, Walt Disney, Bob, Bob Iger are members of the Forum. The Walt Disney Company is a parent company of ABC News. Former CEOs like Jack Welch, who's the head of General Electric, and John, Jim McCurney, the former CEO. I mean, this is like a, the swamp rats. You know, He brought the swamp rats into the, to the administration. And the, and the sad part about it is nobody wants to basically do anything as far as trying to correct any of this stuff. And nobody wants to talk about who he is and what he did and, and how he's a globalist and so now he's a high-level Masonic leader and, and how he basically has worked together with the destruction of the United States as a chaos agent. And when you bring this stuff up, people get really mad. They say, well, who else do we have? We can't be Joe Biden again. We have to get Trump back in office. Well, you know, Dorinda Sanchez has went over to Israel signed some more paperwork as far as, you know, discrimination against, you know, Israel. I mean, it just it – just, it never, ever ends. And so we have to realize that when the people get to this level as far as the notoriety – These people are controlled. They give us who we can vote for. To Try to run for president of the United States. You know, there was one guy out there, I think it was out in Portland or Maine. I think it was the guy who has written so many blogs as far as, you know, what can and can't be done from, you know, he was ran for Congress. And he couldn't get any traction because they won't let you have traction. It's like trying to run for a local, you you know, city commission seat against Masonic Lodge leaders. You can't do it. They don't, you can't get traction. They won't give you any traction. Because they won't allow you to have any credibility. And it happens over and over and over and over again. But then they pick somebody like Zelensky, who basically comes in and does what he does. I mean, it's, it's sickening. It's sickening. And it, quite frankly, I'm going to say it again. I believe most of the war footage that we're seeing is coming in from what happened the last seven, eight years, the shelling of the Donbass area. Now, there's some there's some hot stuff going on over there, but nothing to justify this level of armaments. And, and they know that. That's why they keep selling the arms to other countries, because they don't need them. They don't have to do all this surplus stuff. You know how many, how much space this stuff takes. When you start getting trillions of dollars of, of armaments sent to your country, you're looking at you know hundreds of warehouses to hold this stuff. It's a, it's like fighting a full blown you know World War experience here over there with all the money and all the armaments they've received. And so this is what we have to understand. And you know also too, also well, I want to cover this real quick. And I, this is important. I didn't, mean, I covered this some last week. I don't want to talk to it again about it again. You know the United States, you know, is being basically dismantled. All of our iconic groups like Budweiser and Miller and all the rest of these people, and these woke companies, are being infiltrated now by the World Economic Forum and being told without doing what they're told to do, they're not going to get credit. They're going to need to run their corporations. I talked about this last week. But all of this is specifically designed to destroy Americana, to destroy the unity that binds the United States together. I mean, baseball, hot dog, apple pie, and Chevrolet. That's what they talked about on the commercials back in the '70s, if you guys remember: baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and Chevrolet. Because that was Americana. That was what the United States was made of. And they don't want that anymore. They want to destroy everything that the United States ever had that held it together from a unit to be unified. And and, and they're and they're basically going in and they're just destroying everything. And and again, this is designed on purpose because if they take, you know, and think about it for a second, let's look at Budweiser for a second. Budweiser sales have dropped to the floor. And, and, you know, the people that are being affected aren't the CEOs of Budweiser. I mean, they're over there in Belgium somewhere. The people that are being affected are the delivery trucks, the little mom-and-pop bars, the the, the guys who deliver the beer on the trucks, and their sales are down there. They were based their sales on commission. They're being laid off and cut apart. And this is exactly what they wanted to do. They wanted to destroy Americana. I mean, Target's not really an American icon. It's been around for a long, long time. And they're being told to come in and do all of this stuff and just to destroy it. You know, Kohl's is now doing it. And now we, you know, we got Gay Month coming up, and you know we give Memorial Day veterans, you know, one day to support them and to praise them for what they did, and the ones that have lost their lives. But yet we give an entire month to the gays that are running around doing the crazy stuff like the transgender surgeries and, and pushing this agenda. And I'm going to say something. This is going to sound kind of weird. It's going to just just sound awkward, but it's going to be what I'm going to say. You know, there are a lot of gay people that are against transgender stuff. There are a lot of gay people that are against grooming young children, and they're even dividing the gays against the gays now. And it's sad to me that this is happening all over the United States. That special interest groups are dividing the country against other special interest groups. I mean, the United States used to be you know, a, a country that was absolutely wonderful you know, as far as you know, supporting the military and doing what needs to be done. Well, the Daily Mail just said there's wild footage of showing uh, over in California 40 teenagers jumped three Marines on a California beach before unleashing a savage beatdown on Memorial Day weekend after they were called out for being unruly. Three self-identified Marines were savagely beaten by as many as 40 teenagers in San Clemente, California, during the Memorial Day weekend. Hunter Antonio, one of the victims, said the assault came after he confronted the teenager by setting off fireworks on the beach and having stuff explode in people's faces. Two of the Marines can be seen on the ground as a pack of teenagers pummeled them one after one was jumped from behind. So they sucker punched the Marine. They came in and got them on the ground, started beating them and kicking them until they were almost unconscious. Luckily, they weren't seriously injured. But the reality is, is this. Where's the respect for the military on Memorial Day? We have a Marine Corps guys that basically get beat up. Now, were these Marine Corps guys properly trained in hand-to-hand combat? I don't know. Were they trained in deadly force? I don't know. I mean, they could have been people that were working just with supply line stuff. I don't know. But they had enough guts to say something to these 40 unruly teenagers. The same thing happened to me years ago. I remember I was on Cocoa Beach, and we were there for the 4th of July. I think Austin was with us, and Harrison was with us, and the little kids were with us. And somebody started blowing up fireworks right in front of us, and we got hit with debris. And there was being jerks, and they knew people were walking around. And I said something to them, and they stopped, but you know, not without you know a verbal confrontation. Because I said, this is ridiculous, guys. If we got children out here. Stop it! And they did. But the reality is, is by where's the respect for the Marine Corps? Where's the respect for the military on Memorial Day when they're asking you to please behave, behave respectfully, and stop blowing stuff up in people's faces? You know, fireworks, as far as from a mortar standpoint, are very dangerous, and you know they can be used to defend a position if you wanted to because they explode. But it never, ever ends with these people that are come doing what they possibly do, to destroy Americana. And, 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 and remember Norman Rockwell, because I've quoted him several times in all the pictures that he did with Saturday, Saturday Evening Post. I got another email in this morning, and it was showing how Norman Rockwell actually was used by Big Pharma and Merck and a bunch of the other large, how should I say, drug companies to promote vaccinations. And they said without proper propaganda being used, nobody's going to ever line up and bring their children in to get shots. And so much of what Norman Rockwell painted were people, little children in doctor's offices getting vaccinated. All of this stuff was just a mind game. They played with us over a period of decades with Norman Rockwell and a lot of other people and all the advertising they were doing to promote vaccines and, and injecting all of these children. Now, initially, you know, the vaccine agenda, when it first started, you know, 100 years ago, I really believe a lot of the people had a pretty good, you know, how should you say a um, a pretty good mindset of trying to help the general population from getting certain types of diseases. I do. I believe that was said that was true. But now it's not like that anymore. Now we're in a situation where we simply can't we can't find a way to get this taken care of properly. You know, you know, because now they, they can't – they don't want to just inject you with anything, a clean vaccine, which they could produce, by the way. They want to inject you with all kinds of, you know, nanobots and, you know, mRNA vaccines to change your DNA and, to, to, and destroy you and destroy your immune system. And it's sad to me this is happening because it didn't have to be this way. I mean, it really, really didn't. Here's another good article. Was talking about AI. This is out of Barron's.com. And it says, the AI poses extinction risks, as experts, say experts. Global leaders should be working to reduce the risk of extinction from artificial intelligence technology. A group of industry chiefs and experts warned on Tuesday. A one-line statement signed by dozens of specialists, including Sam Altman, whose firm OpenAI created a chat GPP bot, said that tackling the risks of AI should be a global priority alongside societal scale risks such as pandemics and nuclear war. <laughs> this chat GPT burst into the spotlight last year, demonstrating an ability to generate essays, poems, conversations with the briefest of prompts and sparking billions of dollars in investments into the field. But critics and insiders have also raised the alarm over everything from bias to algorithms to the possibility of massive job losses as AI-powered automation seeps into daily life. And again, this is all part of the fallen angel agenda that I talked about with what we did with angel wars a few weeks ago. And we need to understand that all of this stuff is based upon this, these entities that live amongst us. You know, I just I've covered that with Angel Wars. In fact, a Stanford professor now says aliens are 100% living among us. This is from Stanford. The Stanford University professor and prominent ufologist says that he is 100% believes that extraterrestrials have not only visited Earth, but have been here for a long time, and may still even be on the planet today. Well, they still are. They're they're bound here. They're, this is their prison planet. Dr. Gary Nolan, a professor of pathology at Stanford's medical school, made the stunning claim during last week's Salt Eye Connections conference in Manhattan. At a session titled The Pentagon, extraterrestri- Extraterrestrial Intelligence and Crashed UFOs. Moderator Alex Kolfkus asked Nolan if he believes extraterrestrial life has visited Earth, and the press replied, I think it we'll would go a step further. It has it has not it hasn't just visited, it's been here a long time, and it's still here. He goes, quote, you know people like to talk about the wow signal looking for extraterrestrial intelligence. The wow signal is that people see it on most almost a regular basis, that the communication is already here, Nolan said. Dr. Gary Nolan is a professor of pathology at a university at Stanford University. And this is why we talked about this in such depth, you know, in Angel Wars a few weeks ago. Because, guys, if we do not talk about what's going on, if suddenly we have alien spacecraft showing up, which have been here for a long time, by the way, and all of a sudden people start losing their faith in who Christ is, it's not going to help anybody. It's not going to help anyone at all because it's going to never, ever, you know, be something they were exposed to. They, th- they will think, oh, wow, this is an alien invasion. We have to unite the planet. This is exactly what Operation Project Bluebeam was supposed to be. And Dr. Wernher von Braun talked about this in depth a year you know, before he died, you know, how they're going to do this alien invasion to basically unite humanity. And Reagan talked about that back in the 80s, that if there was an outside force from another planet or whatever, that you'd have an alien race coming after us, the world would unite. This is probably what they're going to use as a precipitating incident. To create the one world government and the one world religion and all the rest of it, so just you get, don't don't allow yourself to be thinking about all of this stuff because it's it's not okay to be thinking that it's not real because we have to understand the Bible was very very clear about this and, and very it talks about it. So you gotta get your head wrapped around it before it happens. It's like a decision to vaccinate children. You have to make that decision before the baby's born. You know, arguing about whether you can give it. You know, a, a freshly born baby that's like one minute old a hepatitis shot while they're pulling the needle and getting ready to stick it in them, it's not the time to do that. You tell the hospital, we're not going to do the hepatitis vaccine at all, ever. And that child receives no vaccines at all, ever. You do that to start with. And that way you don't have a situation where you're trying to sit there with your wife, arguing, your in-laws and arguing about vaccines at the time of the injection. Don't do stuff like that. Prepare in advance and realize that this is the day the Lord hath made and we will rejoice and we will be glad at it. Regardless of what happens, we're going to look at it from a positive standpoint. Very, very important, by the way. $30 $30 trillion now has exited the U.S. banking systems in one week as the deposit flight grows. Wow. New numbers from the Federal Reserve show the amount of money people are pulling out of their bank accounts is once again on the rise. According to stats compiled by the Federal Reserve Economic Data System, the uh, depositors, excuse me, it was $30 billion out of the American bank, not trillion, $30 billion out of the American bank accounts from May the 10th to May the 17th. That represents an increase of more than $4 billion over the previous week. The US banking system has now a total of seventeen point one seven trillion in deposits compared to eighteen trillion one year ago. The deposit flight follows the failures of three large regional banks, Signature Bank, Silicon Valley Bank and the First Republic. The Los Angeles based PacWest has also been the spotlight of the latest bank trying to keep afloat. It's selling two point six billion in real estate construction loans to bid to improve its balance sheet. According to the Federal Reserve, more than 700 American banks are considered to be facing significant safety and soundness risks due to unrealized losses that exceed 50% of their capital. What a mess the banking system is in. Be careful with your money right now, friends. Also, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story?
0: Oh, you're, you're 100% accurate. I mean, there's definitely some extremely volatile things that are going on with the banking sector, especially in the stock market. And uh, I've told you guys before, be very, very cautious about where you're parking your money. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff and a lot of information out there. I'm not going to put out any type of, you know, financial advice. But one thing that I do always say is do your research and take your time. Do not get in a rush because somebody goes, oh, well, you got to put your money in here right now. This is about to do this right now. Be very cautious of that now. I saw a lot of people get hooked on that train during the COVID 2020, 2021 stock market, you know, run. That world is pretty much over with now. Those days of being able to go throw you know, $5,000 in GameStop and all of a sudden it's $100,000 at the end of the week, that's not really going on anymore at all, period. That was because so much money was being injected into the market with the COVID stimulus packages and literally just, just free cash, so to speak, at that current point in time. Now the problem is the, <laughs> it's come time to pay the rooster. And uh, that's starting to happen now, and that's why so many people are starting to do other things like putting money in assets, putting money in raw property, putting money in gold and silver, even putting money in you know, vehicles that can be saved or basically long-term antique vehicles or collector vehicles, anything to basically just to be putting copious amounts of cash in the bank to sit there. In my opinion, I think this is one of the reasons why they've gotten so aggressive with some of these CDs and some of these money market accounts, especially in some of these smaller banks that you've never heard of. If you're going to be storing money or you're going to be investing money in a CD or a money market or something, that's your choice. Make sure it is an extremely well-backed bank that's not going to be some of these other weird ones that have gotten really big just over the last couple of years because of the massive amount of cash that's been going out into the market, something just to be aware of. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting, Target now is taking even bigger of a hit as they have now released an internal threat overview memo to their employees that has now been leaked by an anonymous whistleblower. And this is interesting. I'll post this up on the website. It goes on to say here, it says, as the political and social. This is, this is from Target. This, they sent this out to all their employees and their stores and the managers. It said as political and social tensions rise ahead of the 2024 presidential election, Target will face a continued increase of physical security threats related to our commitments on contentious social issues, including support of the Alphabet community and Pride Month. Online campaigns and boycotts that have emerged regarding Target's pride merchandise have a p- potential to motivate violent extremists. Not joking, this is their memo. Recent extremist focuses are, and they put this in parentheses, sexualization of children, like, oh, that's a joke. Gender issues and drag performances. Guests may express their opposition to target support of the alphabet community in general or to specific pride merchandise through disruptive incidences in our store and by making threats of violence. Our pride merchandise may spark disagreements among team members or prompt concerns that target's values don't align with their own. Physical security risk will be the highest for team members that are within the alphabet community. (laughs) Be aware of this in the stores. It literally goes on a bunch more propaganda. Essentially what they're doing is, this is again this is textbook psychological warfare propaganda. They're blaming now individuals that don't want to support the company, that do not want their children being the target of sexualization. It's ironic the name of the company is Target and they're targeting kids blatantly and yet they're coming out now and saying that essentially the team members and Target well, they're victim. You know, we're gonna have violence. These extremists—they focus on the sexualization of children and drag performances. This is because they're obsessed with this, guys. Because you know, they—they're—they're they're really, really extremist individuals. It's funny because I saw an interview the other day, and they were asking a guy, a retired military, and they said, "Why is this, you know, current obsession now of, you know?" The transgenderism in the alphabet community, where they always like to say all the letters, uh, i really don 't have the time to say that anymore. the show 's already short enough, so if you hear me say alphabet community it 's referring to the LGBTq rest of the alphabet they keep adding on, including p will be on there soon enough i 've already told you guys that, and so they, and he goes it 's not that we really care about anybody specifically in this community doing what they do in the privacy of their own homes or in the privacy of their own businesses. He goes, what we're sick of is this direct targeting of young children and then turning around and gaslighting us, telling us we're not targeting your children while they're putting these books in schools, while they're training communist teachers to indoctrinate children at five and six, seven, eight years old, while they're putting it on almost every single mainstream media film, every music video, YouTube video, social media platform. I told you guys before about the article that came out where a guy went in and he created a YouTube kids account for age 8 to 10. as an experiment. And literally as soon as he got on there, it was as a new account. The first things that started to bring up was what happens when you come in contact with a, bin, a non-binary ch- a friend. And then all these videos continue to get worse and worse and worse. And this is what this guy was saying in the interviews. Retired military guy. He goes, "Dude, this has nothing to do with us being obsessed with it." He goes, "Once you started targeting the kids, you crossed the line, and you poked a bear, and you have awoken a sleeping giant." Now, uh, Target has lost over ten billion dollars in market capital, and now there's a rapper. These rappers came out. I actually, listen to the song. It was actually kind of funny. It doesn't have a lot of profanity, and it's surprising for a rap song. But it was the, the song is titled "Boycott Target." And as much as Apple and YouTube has been trying to suppress the algorithms on it, I couldn't even hardly find it. It has now hit number two on iTunes because of purchases now, and they haven't been able to suppress the numbers of purchases and the upwards of positive reviews on the song. Granted, it's all super hard to find online, yet it's still exploding. And it's funny to me because these guys in the song, they filmed part of it in various targets, and a lot of them were late at night when nobody was really there. <laughs> and It's kind of funny, and he blatantly said that, and blatantly says in the song, he goes, dude, once you started targeting our children, this was no longer a joke anymore. And now we know that this is something that is going to have to be done to every woke corporation that starts to do this. And essentially what's happening now is Target is being used as an example as Bud Light. You know, There's been videos that surfaced now from um, DC Drano came out and said this about essentially the Bud Light sales. That were going on at uh, every single store, and that basically there's no nobody's buying Bud Light. People posted photos from all across the country from Memorial Day weekend. Beer sales through the roof, and all the aisles, Bud Light not being touched anywhere at all. None, zero, no. I mean, I mean literally cases of it to the point now at some stores they have cases for fourteen ninety nine with a fourteen ninety nine rebate at checkout, and they still can't sell it. Guys, that means they're giving it away for free, and still people do not want to buy it. They do not want to be seen with it. It is now an embarrassment to hold a Bud Light, and you'll get absolutely roasted anywhere you go. The new, essentially, biggest joke you can make of somebody, I guess the biggest (laughs) roast you can say on somebody is, oh, you look like you buy your Bud Light at Target. I started laughing. Somebody said that to me over the weekend. I said, yeah, it's pretty much where it's uh, where it's going with this now. That's exactly what people are starting to realize is that this is no longer a joke. And what's interesting about this is it's going much deeper. And I saw an article from Daily Mail, and also I've also heard this from another individual that is in the tech market. And he said this is very much starting to happen now because people are asking, why are some of these companies – that don't have any issues, you know, don't really bring this topic up, why all of a sudden are they suddenly taking this hard line on this topic? Why are they suddenly going in and doing everything they can to promote something that only panders to four to five percent of the population? It went on to say here, it says, every day it seems that another American brand has marched head-on into the furious buzzsaw of public controversy. Last month, you saw Bud Light Sponsor, and basically goes into detail of everything that's going on, then the target of what they're doing. It says the companies are seen their stock prices plummet, billions of dollars are overnight. This goes back into what I talked about before. This is nothing about just a minor agenda. This is about changing the very culture. And it says, no longer in the pursuit of the almighty dollar – Within the bounds of morality and the law, the sole purpose of so many of these companies now is to push a specific social change agenda. And it goes on to say here, it says, Target and Bud Light are publicly traded companies, which means ultimately it's their investors, aka Wall Street, that are calling the shots. Enter BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, the three largest, most influential financial institutions in the United States history. They're known as the big three on Wall Street, though many Americans never heard of them. These three companies control more than $20 trillion in assets, almost none of which is their own. Rather, they manage the money held in everyday Americans' retirement accounts, pension funds, 401ks, mutual accounts, investments accounts, and it goes on. Since together, the big three constitute the largest shareholders of over 90% of the largest companies listed on the U.S. stock exchange. The big three influence is staggering. But if you were, they were managing this money to simply manage it and make more money, this might not be an issue. However, they're not. The big three are proponents of what's called stakeholder capitalism, which is a belief that businesses should run not only to increase value to shareholders but to serve all stakeholders, including government agencies, activists, and non-government organizations. Stakeholder capitalism is distinct from traditional shareholder capitalism, which contends that companies have one responsibility and to generate profits. The stakeholder movement has been around since the late 90s but has since grown massive push in the last 20 years. Says among those that are among the big three are other large financial institutions like J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, along with Disney, Coca-Cola. Bud Light should be noted as a European parent company. However, it's not it is not beyond the means of them pr- being involved in the purpose. So, what do these big three corporations, these big three of Wall Street, do behind the scenes to make these things happen? They have now issued guidelines. I've talked about this before to their expected portfolio companies to honor, and it's called commitment by implementing so called environmental, social, and governments. This is the ESG score that they have now been pushing. To encourage compliance, the big three uses their powers as shareholders to influence who sits on the corporate boards. In 2021, they voted to replace ExxonMobil board members with climate experts who immediately sought to reduce the oil giant's exploration and drilling output to meet climate change goals. They subsequently voted for racial equity audits at companies like Apple and Home Depot, compelling the companies to impose race-based hiring criteria and implement diversity, equity, inclusion training at their businesses beyond shareholder voting, voting the big three employ large engagement teams to pressure ceos to push their esg goals now listen to this this is where it gets crazy blackrock has over 70 employees dedicated to called stewardship efforts in 2020 alone they had 3,800 engagements with 2,580 companies now if you look up these stewardship efforts employees Almost all of them are Democrats, and their sole purpose – and I'm saying Democrats, that's the only information I can find out, which primarily means they're probably hardcore leftists. Their sole goal is to go in and essentially snitch on businesses and rate them by their sole discretion by saying this such-and-such company is not pushing the transgender agenda enough. We're downgrading their vote. This so-and-so company is not pushing the gay agenda enough, and they're not being inclusive enough. We're downgrading their vote until they come in and they do what we tell them to do. We're going to keep voting their score down. Well, here's how they get it. The CEO, if the CEO doesn't weigh in on the, lowest social, the latest social issue quickly enough, his or her bonus comes to jeopardy. Many ordinary consumers have no idea that their money is being leveraged by major financial institutions to influence popular American brands. As a result, are born into divisive product launches and marketing campaigns that impact has become clear it's hurting the businesses. However, they do not care. It is extremely bad for society, and America traditionally settles contested political issues through an accountable electoral process. However, this is not the way it goes anymore. Questions over environmental issues, parental rights, gender equality are no longer settled anywhere except in the businesses now that they are using to control the efforts to make sure people follow along into new cultural norms. This is exactly what I talked about last week. You have BlackRock now. That has literally their own little task force of 70 little snitches that go around and nitpick any company that BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard holds high shares in and tells them essentially, you're not doing this. We're cutting your bonus now, Mr. CEO. You didn't come out and say something about this. This is exactly what they're doing to Ford Motor Company now. That's why Ford Motor Company lost $3 billion last year. Yet they're continually dumping copious amounts of money into the EV market that is failing. They keep telling you on the media, keep telling you on Market Watch, "Oh, the EV market is doing good. It's doing that." The only reason it's doing anything is because BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard are pumping trillions of dollars into that EV market over the last couple of years. If there was not money being pushed into them by these major companies it would fall on its face it can't even function with government subsidies and government rebates right now they're still not selling because nobody wants them yet they're telling everybody you want them you need to buy them you need to do this you need to drop the price on them you need to go buy them it's for the better for good you know better good for social social justice and climate change so this is what we're watching right now so this is why it is so important If you're in the markets, understand who you have your cash and what markets with, and if you're buying things at the very basis as a consumer, vote with your dollar. And I think this example is what happened with Target and Bud Light is proof that the vast majority of Americans do not want to go along with this agenda, and we want to stand firm for what we truly believe, and that also means protecting our children and standing up. When you've got some random rappers that do a song called Boycott Target and YouTube and all the social media algorithms are literally pointing them down and nobody can find it, yet it still managed to hit number two sales on iTunes because they can't keep people from buying it, even though it's kind of just a goofy song, that shows you right then and there that a huge percentage of the population is fed up with having stuff shoved in our face and going after our children, and we don't want to deal with it anymore. So I commend America. I commend everyone for standing up, and this is this tipping point. This is the starting point that all of us need to remember that we cannot let out of the throttle right now. This is all gas, no break in this situation. We have to stay committed and firm not to support any companies that are going to go along against biblical values, conservative values, patriot values, American values, and continue to stand our ground on this, Dad. What do
1: you think? You're awesome, That's A phenomenal summary. Excellent. Very, very well done. Uh, you know, we've been breaching this and talking about this for the last, you know, three or four days, and that's a very good summary on that. Uh, you're right. We have to continue to stand against Target, but here, let me explain something to you about Target and about these other companies, these "quote unquote" brands that America have. These companies like BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard—they don't care if Target goes under. They don't care because the whole goal here now is to push Amazon and have Amazon be the main supplier as far as from a retail standpoint for all of the goods and services of the United States because it's CIA-owned. That's the goal here. The goal is not just to destroy an American icon like Budweiser. Destroy the destruction of the United States is the whole goal here and the destruction of mom-and-pop stores. You know, we used to have a hardware store here in town. It was a Lingering Hardware, and uh, it was phenomenal. Back in the 60s and 70s, it rocked. You know, we didn't have, you know, we didn't have Lowe's. We didn't have Home Depot. We didn't have anything here. We had, you know, Lingreen Hardware, and no matter where you, what you needed, you would find it there. But then Lowe's came in, and Home Depot came in, and gradually people stopped going to Lingering Hardware, and Lingering Hardware went out of business. And the founders passed away, and it just kind of just fell into disrepair and disappeared. And it was probably the best hardware store I've ever gone to. But, you know, we don't have stores like that and that many anymore that are locally owned by individuals. They're now corporate monopolies. What they have is, and they have corporate, you know, distributorships and corporate franchises everywhere. But they want to destroy Americana. They want to do exactly what you said. And this, they don't care. If, they don't care if Target goes belly up. They don't care if Target loses hundreds of billions of dollars, you know, in stock value. They don't care. It doesn't mean anything to them because they want their agenda pushed to the world economic form. And that's what they're willing to do. They're willing to burn it down and then rebuild it on the ashes. Remember what they say, what's their, what's their What's their mantra? You know, out of chaos will come a new world order. That's their goal here. Their goal is not to keep these companies afloat. Their goal is to push this filthy agenda on the population of the planet. And that's what they're planning on doing. And that's why they're doing this. They don't care. You know, Sears is gone. You know, JC Penney's on the brink of bankruptcy all the time. You know, Walmart, you know, up and down as far as their stock values. But Walmart, again, I'm not getting into detail with Walmart, but Walmart was also funded by a lot of outside sources out of Arkansas. But I'm not going to get into that right now. When it got started, but all of this stuff is just what they want us to see. They don't want us to look behind the curtain. They don't want to see who runs BlackRock, State Street, and the Vanguard. They don't want to look at the CEOs of who they are. And if the, the majority of them are probably some type of Luciferian cabalist. And they're being told what to do. And like you said, Austin, if they don't do what they're supposed to do, if they don't get their proper marching orders lined up properly, they're going to go in right now and just take away their bonuses. And some of these guys get tens of millions, some of them even more than bonuses every year. And these guys have these extravagant lifestyles, and they don't, they don't want to lose their money. And so they listen. They do what they're told to do, and they basically follow the marching orders by the way, the uh, medical journal Lancet. I got to give them credit now, which is kind of ridiculous because they're also controlled by the Kabbalist, Luciferian synagogue of Satan, pharmaceutical synagogue of Satan. You know, pharmacia companies. The medical journal Lancet, which has now retracted the fake study that prevented the use of a known cure for COVID nineteen. Wow, the study published in the Lancet claimed that treatment for COVID with hydroxychloroquine caused heart arrhythmia. An increased risk of mortality for COVID-19 patients was used to stop the testing of hydroxychloroquine's effectiveness by governments and the World Health Organization. The lands that belatedly retracted the study as fraud. Why the fraud? The obvious and most likely answer is it is bought for and paid for by big pharma scientists who were put to work to protect the no-cure fearful pandemic and to protect the profitable vaccine market for big pharma Almost all who died from COVID died from the refusal of corporate media and corporate medicine to treat COVID with hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. Indeed, indeed, Big Pharma did everything possible to prevent the use of these proven cures. The COVID pandemic happened because of the total failure of Western medical profession and the whore media. The, this is from called Paul Ray Roberts. The fearful pandemic caused by Tony Fauci's gain-of-function NIH research grants Gained its traction from the prevention and the treatment of known cures. And again, when people went out and they started doing the known cures, they were eviscerated. You know, when we tried to order, you know, ivermectin, you know, we were told repeatedly by the pharmacies, we will not fill this unless it's being used for parasitic infestation. We will not fill it for COVID. So the doctor had to put down for parasites if they needed to, you know, on the prescription in order to get it fulfilled. This It never ends because the same group that runs the pharmacies, runs the drugs, they run everything. They want to get as many people sick as they possibly could. With as many, how should I say, uh, how should I say this, uh, as, as many people forced to take the kill shot as possible so they could go in and destroy as many people as they possibly could. So it's crazy. By the way, Donald Trump Jr. shares a known uh, clip showing Ron DeSantis you know, wearing a woman's suit. The problem is that it was all fake, and he knew it. Donald Trump Jr. has shared a seemingly AI-generated clip of Ron DeSantis edited into the role of Steve Carroll's Michael Scott in The Office in the clip in which the character is mocked for wearing a woman's suit. So now we have Trump Jr. out there putting fake stuff out about DeSantis to try, to, I guess, to undermine his you know, run for presidency, which is more no surprise here for anybody else. That they're all going to be working together to just cause more problems in the media. I'm going to cover this one. This is just a weird one because this is like a positive article, but I thought it was so perverse. And it said these women wanted a symbolic expression of self-love, so they married themselves. And this is an article out of CNN. And it's absolutely ludicrous that this kind of stuff happens in the United States of America, that people want to marry themselves anywhere in the world would be ludicrous. Well, I love you guys, and I appreciate you. Austin, Go ahead and finish it up, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. God bless. Bye-bye.
0: Absolutely. And also, too, continue to encourage everybody to make sure you're staying strong and healthy and also getting involved in martial arts if you can, understanding how to defend yourself if you can. I heard another incident that happened over Memorial Day weekend, a uh, fight that I heard about. Basically, a uh, somebody knew how to defend themselves and take care of themselves and came out on top. And Also, too, though, I see a lot of stuff where I tell people continually make sure you are also being wise when you're getting in situations. Dad brought up earlier, you know, the three Marines. There's 40 guys that jumped them. I mean, all Marines are riflemen. All Marines usually are trained very well in hand-to-hand combat. The thing about it is it doesn't matter if you're... Lee. If you have 40 people surround you and you have a stampede, and basically you go to the ground, you're going unconscious. It doesn't matter if you don't have a firearm on you, it's just that's what happens. So it's very important to use wisdom when you're starting to see massive crowds form. I've been in situations before where I've intentionally stepped out of stuff. I've told Lana, I've been places, I said, we need to move now. This is not my hill. (laughs) I don't have to prove a point right now. You start seeing 20, 30 people start getting in a situation, get out of there. You don't have to try to prove your point because I promise you, you're not going to. You don't even have enough ammo to hold yourself, even if you do get in a situation. You know, majority of carry guns, you know, where you carry 10, 11 rounds, 12 rounds and a compact carry pistol, maybe an extra mag you're Trying with 30, 40 people, you know, stampede you, you're done. So, again, be very cautious and use wisdom. And I mean, I know these Marines, they probably were trying to stand up and tell somebody what was going on as far as these fireworks. A lot of kids are idiots. And so I commend them for that. I don't know the whole situation with it, but just be cautious, especially if you don't have a lot of backup. You know, if you're there and you've got 10, 15, 20 friends and you're like, all right, this is going to be a brawl. If that's what you want to do, okay, let's roll, man. I know all my friends that I ride with. Everybody knows if there's a situation that occurs. No, none of them are walking up and saying, hey, is everything okay? They're going straight for it. Everybody that's got a glass chin's getting knocked out on the other side. So, again, make sure you're using wisdom. In situations like that, especially if you have family with you, I saw the horrific incident down in Hollywood, Florida over the weekend, like nine people basically were shot after these two rival gangs got in a gunfight among the the beach on the boardwalk again. Hollywood, Florida is riddled with crime down there. That's one of the reasons why I don't go to South Florida. I don't like Miami. I don't go down there. If you live down there, fantastic. It's got some beautiful water, beautiful stuff down there. But the vast majority of the stuff down there goes sideways very fast. I've been down there many times in my life. That's why I always encourage people, use situational awareness when you're going to different places. And it's ironic now. The mainstream media has used the Hollywood shooting down there, as horrific as it is, to twist it into this mass shooting when it was like these two rival gang members that ended up coming into this boardwalk area. But yet, they've been completely silent. That 50 people were shot in Chicago over the weekend and 11 killed over the Memorial Day weekend in Chicago. Not a peep. Nothing. They're just using Florida as a scapegoat. That's why I told you guys, every time something happens in Florida, they make sure it's on national television so they can make it. So, oh, Florida's having this happen. If Florida's having this. It's so bad. It's so bad down there. There are some extremely nasty parts of Florida. I will tell you that right now. Be very cautious if you go down there and you start going into big major cities, especially in South Florida, especially in Jacksonville. Be cautious. And again, use situational awareness and know how to defend yourself with whatever means necessary, including a firearm in my opinion. But make sure you train with it. Please, I say this repeatedly, if you're going to carry a firearm, do not be that guy that goes and buys his first gun, gets concealed carry permit, goes to the range one time and shoots a little bit of cardboard, and then thinks he's Rambo and wants to walk around acting like he's all cool because he's got a pistol on him. That gets people killed very quickly and a lot of times good people. Don't be that guy. Please make sure you get training anytime you have the opportunity to and do ongoing training. Just because you took a TAC class or a house clearing class or a CQB class or a vehicle class one time does not mean you're an operator. Continue to stay up to date on at least try to shoot at least once a month at the very least do dry drills in your house that's something that anybody can do for free have a couple spare magazines make sure everything is unloaded in the vicinity all magazines and handguns are unloaded at all times double check them if you need have somebody else in the house double check them and set up a target in your house and practice on your draws practice on your reloads practice on moving understand your house layout understand where you have ability to have better cover or concealment and understand your property layout that is something very important so continue to stay strong my friends as things get strange in some situations but understand we have the information and we have the strength and we have the power in this country as american christian patriots to stand up for what we believe in and we can do it so i encourage you guys to continue to stay healthy if you need anything healthmasters.com Always here to help you out with the highest product supplements in the entire world, globally. So glad we got this DHL contract again now. I've been getting emails from customers in Australia over back in the UK. Everybody's excited how fast they're getting our products again because I know in some of these countries, it's very, very difficult to get these really high-end, high-dose, high-quality nutraceutical supplements like we carry. Sometimes you can't even buy them. They don't exist in the country. So be sure to check the website out if you need anything, healthmasters.com. You can call us. We still pick up our phone, unlike a lot of companies, 1-800-726-1834. And be sure to email us if you've got any questions and vote for what you want to see win tomorrow's product of the week. I think it looks like, let me pull up here, the Ultimate Multiple Capsules is pulling really strong. Surprise, surprise, one of our staple products that everybody takes. And I encourage you guys, continue to vote with your dollar. If you appreciate a company, if you like what they're doing, support them. And I can't thank you enough. Thank you for supporting HealthMasters.com and allowing us to do this every single day commercial-free for you. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.